Hello, everybody. This is Mike DeWise. I want to welcome you to the very first edition of my podcast, One Point of View. Uh, I decided to dip my toes into the podcasting world. I know a lot of people have over this past year being stuck at home and just uh, people, you know, forging new ventures for themselves. I decided for me that, uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts in my mind and I think. I have a point of view, and I know everyone else does too. Literally every other person has a point of view and an opinion. And for me, I decided that I wanted to share some of those, whether it be something that's humorous in a news article, whether it be about politics, whether it be about society, culture, sports, uh, you know, deep thought-provoking conversations. I think that there is so much to talk about, and I think we should encourage each other to be able to really listen to where we come from and celebrate the differences, celebrate the things we agree on or disagree on, and also find humor in life and find positivity and find encouragement in one another. Even if we are not, you know, on the same page with everything, I think this world, we are encouraged to kind of fall into our own echo chambers and, you know, not really celebrate who we are as a people, that we're all different in many different ways. We all have different backgrounds, different points of view. Um, that's kind of the point of me doing this. I think there's so much stuff to talk about in this world, and I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, I'm guessing if you're listening to the very first episode, you're most likely a family member or a friend, and I really appreciate it. If you have some feedback for me, uh, that's always encouraged, and I, you know, if you like it, I hope you share it with someone. Uh, I think the main goal for me would be to you know, have a great community that can really celebrate good conversation and also find the humor and entertainment in some of the preposterous things that come out on our newsfeed on a day-to-day basis. Um, the world and life is too short to not share how we feel about things when we want to. So I hope this is an encouraging podcast for everybody and that, um, you know, we can really tackle the day-to-day stuff together and really just uh, enjoy listening to each other. And I really would encourage people who want to come on, my friends, family, I don't care. You don't have to be somebody. I'm nobody at this point. And who knows if that will go somewhere. But I want to encourage people to come on, especially if you feel like you have something you want to talk about. So welcome. I appreciate you for listening to this. And here is the very first edition of One Point of View with Mike DeWise. So everybody, I wanted to welcome you to the very first edition of the podcast. Uh, I did have another talking point I wanted to go over and something a little lighthearted, but in light of the recent events, I thought it would be prudent to discuss some other issues I have. And um, I think that we have as a country that we have to face together. Uh, I want to keep this, you know, rather brief. I don't want to, you know, continue to just hammer down, but I I do think it's important to make this point. Um, Again, I, you could disagree with me or agree with me. I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, You know, yesterday and, you know, a few days ago with the shooting that happened in Georgia and yesterday with what happened in Boulder, I realized that our country has a serious hate issue, a serious blame issue. And we are going down a dangerous road that will never help us uh, bridge the divide. 
And I know those on each side will say, we don't want the bridge to be, you know, to, to, to connect each other. But at some level, we need it. Because if you don't have it, you don't have a country that's worth holding on to. Um, you know, JFK was famous for saying that, you know, if we're, we're seeking, we need to seek the right answer, not the Democratic answer or the Republican answer or, you know, the left or the right answer. Um, but we need to find the, quote, right answer, meaning the, the proper thing and proper response for things. Uh, so take what happened yesterday in Colorado. There was a shooting that took place. Um, there was a video that comes out. I'm looking on Twitter and seeing that a, a gentleman was posting, you know, they have, you, you see someone lying on the ground in the, uh, the parking lot and in the store and you hear gunshots. And it was really an evil, awful situation that was taking place at the time. Uh, people looked frantic. It was a terrible video. I actually hate that these videos are even out there anymore. It's like almost every evil act is recorded and we're so desensitized to this stuff. Um, it's actually, you know, quite scary to think of. We've come a long way from, you know, I remember in the late nineties when Columbine happened, like we couldn't believe that we even had those graphics and people, I mean, it really is just something else that this stuff is just openly recorded now. Well, we see this video and in that moment, in that store, particularly, you hear stories afterwards of how people were helping each other out, go through the back, go through the loading docks, helping seniors, helping people, you know, get out safely. Uh, in that moment, those people are not trying to blame each other based on whatever the skin color was of that shooter. They're not trying to find a reason not to help each other. They're not asking whether they're Democrat, whether they're Republican. Uh, they're not asking each other, you know, what their beliefs are. They're finding the best in humanity and they were helping each other out. And I think that's really important to remember in this because the rest of the world, and I would say even myself included, we were doing everything we can to see who we can blame this event on. You know, there's a guy I follow on Twitter, uh, Mike Cernovich, and he said in a recent tweet, you know, 10 people died, but what matters most is whether it's possible to pin the shooter's the shooter on their ideological opponents. And that could not be more true. And that could not be more apparent right now than ever before. 10 people died. We're not worried about the 10 people who died and their families and what's going to happen to those people or the police officer who died and the, the brothers and sisters and their police force who are affected by their loss or the police officer's family, we are looking for reasons now to take any issue and blame each other based on if that person is against our political or ideological identities. You know, the minute it, the minute it happened, um, you just see that people on Twitter, people in the news were trying to find who it is they could blame. Then a photo comes out in the evening, and it looks like it's a white guy who is responsible for this shooting. And the photo comes out, he's arrested, and the talking points and the blue check mark verified Twitter users are are all giving their talking points. And if they're on the left, it was almost like a joyous day. It looked like a white guy was responsible. And we could start putting more blame on these white supremacists and the Trump supporters and all gun owners. And they're responsible for all the problems in this world. And we need to continue to block out white hate. And we need to use this person as an example of why all white people are the problem. 
the blanket statement blaming of everybody was in full effect again. And that is all we do now. Because then this morning comes. And for those of you who know me, I fall in line rather conservatively. I would say I am a moderate right. I do have some liberal viewpoints, but I also hold a lot of dear conservative viewpoints. I do believe in the you know, the right to bear arms. I believe in things like this. And in this moment, we decided to, the conservative group this morning, when it turns out that the shooter happens to be someone of Muslim descent and an ISIS sympathizer, we then are joyous and happy because it seems as if we get to blame those who fall into those ideological backgrounds, whether it's they're Democrats, but whether it, they're Muslim, the blame effect goes into full effect. We're not blaming this guy. We're blaming an entire group of people. When this happens, this does nothing but encourage each other to hate each other. It's like what I believe, and some don't believe me on this. I believe we have a very large manufactured race war in this country. We throw the term race and racism around like it's like we're dishing out peanut butter and jellies at, 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 the, at the school camp. That's what we're doing. We're, we're just we're just throwing the term racism out. And we like to blame everybody who's white on every single problem in America. And what that actually does is really hurts legitimate racism that does take place. And it does take place. And there may be problems with police. But you can't blame all police. And this might have been a Muslim shooter. You can't blame all Muslims. All we're doing as a country folk, is that we are blaming each other and trying to find an excuse to hate each other based on our ideological backgrounds. We can hardly even hold conversations anymore. If you voted for Trump or if you voted for Biden, we view each other as separate, different people. We don't look for the, the things that unite us. We look for the things that divide us. It's like there's a bridge and the bridge is falling apart. And that bridge divides the left and the right. And there used to be things in there that would really unite us, but we are trying to tear those things down because there's more joy in hating each other. And I don't understand it. I think people that are conservative will tell me, well, this is the stuff that the Democrats and the left have, have brought upon. The blanket blaming is something that they started and we just need to continue it. And, and that I actually completely disagree. And for those on the left, the... I do think that the continual blame game has mostly been perpetrated by the left side. Blanket statements covering an entire group of people and not blaming the individual will always create problems. It's 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 and it and it likes to evade the truth of this issue. So now here we are. We had last night one side was pretty happy based on who they thought that the shooter was. And now we have today the right side is now happy based on who the shooter was. And the only people who seem to get lost in this are those who were affected by the actual evil act that took place. And I really, really, really pray that we can start getting away from this as a people and as a country. You know, another user on Twitter, uh, this guy, Neon Taster, I have no idea who he is. I've never followed him, but he put... This quote, and it said, maybe being a reactive knee-jerk identitarian in response to every current event story was an express train to being a humiliated asshole. 
And I think that couldn't be more spot on. And in this case, the people on the left were the humiliated assholes. They started pointing the finger. Guess what? They were wrong. And now the people on the right, I feel like they're wrong. We're not looking at the facts. We're not looking to see who this guy was. We're not looking to see if he had any really mental problems that weren't addressed. We're not looking to see if the FBI had any um, calls on this guy. We're not looking into the facts. We're not looking at what got this person to here. We're looking to blame an entire group of people based on the awful, evil actions of one. And we do this time and time again. Take the Capitol, January 6th. We take the people who went in and cause problem, and we blame that on every single Trump supporter. Take the BLM protests and riots that took place this summer. The worst people who went in and destroyed buildings and destroyed, um, you know, burned stuff down to the ground. People then decided to blame it on all black people. We're losing the game, and we're doing it to each other. And there's other countries who are looking at us, and they're laughing at us. I think that as a people, I guess my final point would be that uh, we really need to start having conversations again with one another. We need to start really looking at why we have these these layers upon layers of just negativity towards one another based on what our beliefs are. And we need to start addressing this stuff because if we don't, we'll lose. And... Um, you know, John F. Kennedy, what he's famous for, you know, the quote about let's not seek the Republican answer or Democratic answer, but the right answer. Um, we have to accept our own responsibility for the future. That that's that's more present now than ever. And we really need to take a look at ourselves and see if this is the road we want to go down. We need to start blaming individuals and we need to stop hating each other as as a large group of people. And because when we blame groups of people, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out for our own hate. And it's just an excuse. So I know this is a little bit heavy, uh, especially because I did want this to be fun. And I think there's fun topics I will address. But I did think that I just wanted to get my point across on here. And maybe you might disagree with me. and That's okay. But this is where I'm coming from today. I appreciate you for listening to this first edition and there will be plenty more and God bless you all and have a really, really great day.